Well, the prophet Jeremiah doesn't seem to have good friends. In our first reading today, it began, he quoted what his friends were saying about him. Denounce him, denounce him. Terror is on every side of him. Basically telling people, don't regard anything Jeremiah says. Disregard it. Don't pay any attention to him. And reflecting on it, Jeremiah says, my friends look for every misstep of mine. And so that's how Jeremiah felt. It seems like he doesn't have good friends, that instead of wanting his good, instead what they're doing is that they're looking for his downfall. Instead of being a friend, they now are a foe. I think as we give pause this weekend to hear that story of Jeremiah, it's one for all of us to think about the friendships that we've enjoyed throughout our life. We can think of our childhood friendships, growing up in grade school and then high school. And maybe for some of you, those friends, those grade school friends are still your friends today. And you've been friends for 30, 40, 50 years. I know for myself, I can think of my best friend from high school. And I'll admit, we don't talk all that often. I don't call him or anything like that. Every now and again, when I'm in town, I might text him and say, would you and your family be free for a meal tonight? But it's just occasional conversation. And through the power of social media, you're able to stay in touch, at least know what's going on in their life. But when my grandmother died, he came to the funeral. When my mother died, he came to the funeral. And so even though we had not talked or spoken really at all during that time frame, because he was a friend, he felt compelled to come to the church, to pay his respects, to console his friend. We could think of some of our friendships maybe from college, graduate school, our professional friendships from our workplace, and also the neighborhood friendships that have formed and been fostered throughout these years. And we really give thanks to God for these good friendships. How is it that we can approach friendship so that it doesn't become like the friends of Jeremiah, but rather that it would be a good friendship? Maybe a few tips, a few suggestions. I think the first would be to root it in prayer that you pray for your friends, that you want what's good for them, and so you ask God to help them and to bless them. St. Paul, he went around on his missionary efforts, and as he, he would go around to these different communities, he would then write letters after he would leave. But I can't help but imagine that as he was there in those communities, that he made a connection with some of those people, that in some ways he called some of them friends. And whenever he wrote a letter to the Christian communities that he wrote to, he would say, I remember you always in my prayer. I give thanks to God for you in my prayer. For us, for our friendships, to pray for our friends. And when we know that one of our friends is going through a difficult time, whether that might be health-wise, emotionally, maybe they lost their job, whatever the case might be, that we pray for them in a very special way, 
in those times of trial and turbulence in their life. The second thing that we can do with our friendships, and we all do it, we're good at it, we communicate with our friends, we share life events with our friends, we talk with them. Not only that, but we also know that we have a friend that whenever we're going through something, that we can turn to them, that we can share with them something, and in return, they're going to offer advice. They're going to offer counsel. They're going to support us through any difficult situation that we're seeking their advice. A good friend listens and counsels and advises their friends. They're there for them. The third thing about friendship is that at times we probably have to apologize. That maybe we will say a harsh word to them or maybe a harsh action. And so then we apologize. And if the friendship is a good friendship, it will overcome whatever trouble that friendship had faced. There's also beyond this ordinary friendship that we have, these characteristics, there's also another type of friendship that we can also enjoy, and that is a spiritual friendship. This idea of spiritual friendship is one that many of the saints wrote about. Saint Ilred of Raveau, who was a Cistercian monk, actually wrote a whole book called Spiritual Friendship and detailing what spiritual friendship meant. I'd like to suggest that spiritual friendship perhaps is even rooted in the New Testament, and perhaps I'm sure there are cases of the Old Testament as well, but when we think of Jesus in the womb of his mother, and then Mary goes and visits her cousin Elizabeth, the infant John the Baptist leaps for joy in the womb of Elizabeth. There's that encounter that happens. Now there are some that, some artists that is, that have depicted in their own imagination these images of Jesus and John the Baptist, that when they were little children, that they had playdates, that they would have went to each other's homes. They were cousins, after all. And so they shared time and friendship together. It's possible, not in the scriptures, but worthy of our own reflection. There have been saints who have formed friendships with one another, St. Francis de Sales, who was a priest, helped another woman, St. Jane Francis de Chantal, to found a religious community. And so, for years, they wrote letters back and forth about the spiritual life and the formation of the community. They talked about holy things, religious things. God was at the center of their friendship. The other aspect of spiritual friendship, too, would be St. John Paul II, that he as a philosopher, a great thinker, wrote to another philosopher and they would exchange ideas, that they had this discourse together, a friendship out of their own thought and reflection. Not only are we called to have these ordinary friends, and maybe we have someone that we could say is our spiritual friend, the one that we talk about godly things with, but also we're encouraged to have a friendship with Jesus, 
to allow him to be our friend, that just as we pray for our friends, well, we pray to the Lord Jesus. Just as we talk to our friends and listen to them, well, we talk to Jesus in our prayer. We listen for what he's trying to say to us deep within. And then we approach the Lord for forgiveness for the times in which maybe we've turned our back on him. We can also have a friendship with the saints, with some of the saints that maybe we are familiar with, their stories, that we ask them to pray for us. And in a sense, that's a heavenly friendship that we can enjoy. The friends of Jeremiah, they really weren't good friends at all. They looked for his misstep. They didn't pray for him. They didn't talk to him. But instead, if we pray for our friends and listen to them and offer advice and counsel and forgiveness, well, then we're going to have a friendship that will last a lifetime.